on today's episode of No Days Off. It is the Thursday Pick'em, and we are giving you our NFL picks for Week 5, as well as some potential fantasy advice. I got my city doing front flips When every father may a rapper jump ship I guess that's why they call it where I stay Clean up the streets so my daughter can have somewhere to play I'm the blueprint to a real man Somebody nigga toss they tassel for a deal man I ain't going to hell or the hill man For my real fans I got caught up Oh yeah Coming into chance today. Welcome to No Days Off, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode here. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find them. Follow us on Instagram at No Days Off Podcast. We're back in business. Another week of NFL picks with the Jakey Boy. What up, everybody? How you doing? So, as we always do to start this episode, we check in with our ongoing, ongoing pick 'em score. So, pick how scores. we have done. Over the course of, of week four, throughout the whole season thus far, picking correct games uh, with wins and losses. So uh, I'll start with my record. Oh my boy. record, I had a rough week. I went nine and six last week. Ouch. Uh, my record so far thus far now is 41, 21, and one. Oh. Zach had a really good week. He's had two hot weeks. He was 13 and two last week. So oh. his record now is 43, 19, and one. Lead change. Lead change, Lead change. As they say in James Bond 007 for PS2, lead change. Lead change. Lead change. Big week. Wow. I mean, I was just, I mean, last I week. Been, just, I must have been playing around week one or something. Last week, just, you know. Pandering. It was, it was just a tough one. Some some tough calls in terms of, you know, I thought the 49ers would win. Or excuse me, I thought the Eagles, I thought the 49ers would win. I had called the Lions beating the Saints in an upset. That didn't pan out. Uh, it's funny. I picked the 49ers to win, but I bet on the Eagles. Yeah, so that's so funny. Yeah, so funny. Won some money, lost a pick. Could have been fourteen and one, Daddy O. So I mean, we both lost the Cowboys versus the Browns. Yeah, that was a shit show. We both lost the Bucks versus the Chargers. Man, this is good stuff. Good news. Good news to see my uh, my score, my record getting a little padded in the win column, huh? Yeah, a little padded in the win column. Going on to Week Five, ladies and gentlemen. Jake's going to be starting us off with tonight's Thursday night so th- football game. Thursday night matchup tonight. We got Tampa Buccaneers at Chicago Bears. 8.20 p.m. game, Fox. Who you got, Zach? What are you thinking? I got the Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers in mm-hmm. a close one. I think the spread's four points right now. I think the spread's four points on that one. I looked at it because it's tonight. I don't know every freaking spread off the top of my head. Um, but even with Chris Godwin potentially being out, Mike Evans being injured, everything like that. Ankle. O.J. Howard might be out. Um, I still like the Bucs. I think Tom Brady's just too... Uh, too masterful in the pocket. I think he's doing well with everything. I look to see Ronald Jones have a big game and look for wide receiver Scotty Miller um, to be one of Brady's primary targets, in my opinion. I look at that. Brady loves throwing a small white dudes. You look at his career. <laughs> Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, and now in Tampa Bay, he's got Scotty Miller. So in my opinion, I think Scotty Miller could have a big game for the Bucks. Yeah, I think that's... So what I've heard so far in this game from a lot of analysts is that I've heard kind of the reverse scoop. I've heard, hey, Chicago defense... Is mighty. Tom Brady's nope. not gonna be able to do anything. Wrong. At the same time I've heard, hey, this is Tom Brady we're talking about. Tampa Bay, you know, offense is the defense is really solid against the run. It's gonna force Nick Foles to have to pass it. So it's interesting to see how this game will net out tonight. Probably one of the better Thursday night games we've had. I mean, so last week it was Denver versus the Jets. We happen to be high scoring. Yeah, next week's gonna injuries be injuries and crap show. Next week will be fantastic. Uh with the 
Chiefs versus the Bills. Uh, but this week, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I like their defense overall. It, it's surprising to say because the Bears' defense the past few years has been phenomenal since the addition of Khalil Mack. But the Buccaneers' defense is good, man. They're freaking mm-hmm. good. They got some good players. Their secondary's coming along as well with the addition of Antoine Winfield Jr. in the draft this year. This guy's a playmaker, and I love what they're doing. Whitehead at the other safety position. Mm-hmm. They got some good players on that defense besides the linebackers and Levante David and Devin White and their entire defensive line. I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and what they're doing. Bruce Arian seems to be kind of settling in a little bit more um, to all these new faces in his uh, in his offense and defense. So I think the Bucs are going to be well or do well, excuse me, and I think they're going to be uh, zooming on offense. So You know, this is going to be a good battle of defenses overall in the league as you look at defensive records. The Bucks are fourth, fourth mm-hmm. top defense, okay? Bears are top eight, are the, eight, the eighth-ranked defense. Wow. So it's interesting. Offensively, you look at the Bears being a little bit lower than the Bucks, obviously, right? Agreed. I still don't have a lot of confidence in that quarterback, in the quarterback situation there, Nick Foles. I think some were really high in him last week that he could have that breakout game. But, I was. I was one of those um, people. So we'll see what happens this week. I'm excited to see Brady. I think it'll be a close match. I think the Bucks do come out on top. Uh, the game is in Chicago. I don't know if that means anything these days, but uh, the Bucks do have to travel there. Now, as we're going forward, we're going to move on to our Sunday games, okay? Sunday, 1 o'clock, starting out with the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, baby. At the New York Jets. Well, the Jets the are... Amazing. The Jets are, I mean, what? 0-4. The, the 32nd ranked, power ranked team by ESPN. ESPN knows what they're talking about, don't they? Don't they? Cardinals falling off the wagon. I mean, Kyler Murray was an MVP candidate two weeks ago, and now where is he? I got the Arizona Cardinals in this one, though. Just too much offense for the New York Jets. New York Jets aren't even starting Sam Darnold this week. Joe Flacco is going to be starting at the quarterback position. My boy Flacco. Our boy Flacco. My big player to watch in this matchup for the Arizona Cardinals is going to be Chase Edmonds. I know that the running back situation in Arizona hasn't been exactly what we've been looking for. Okay, but I think that Chase Edmonds is going to be the guy going forward for the Cardinals potentially as we look forward. He had a big game last week, um, and I think he's going to have a big game this week. Yeah, so I got the Arizona Cardinals as well, and a couple things to point out. Number one on the Arizona side, they lost last week to the Carolina Panthers. I think it was a little bit unexpected. Uh, I had, I definitely, I certainly took I the agree. Arizona Cardinals last week. I bet on the Arizona Cardinals. And the thing to think about is, can Kyler Murray bounce back and lead this team back to its its starting record? Right. Um, when you look at what's going to happen, how's this going to play out? So we'll see. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals, 2-2. Two and two, New York Jets, 0-4. Um, I think on the Jets side, you could see Le'Veon Bell coming back. Mm. Right? There's rumors that he was out that hamstring. That I, he could be active this week. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be enough, though. I don't think it's going to be a huge difference maker. you got to be able to score. Maker. And just with Flacco checking down five yards at a time, I yeah. don't think that's going to be... Uh, and the thing that... Everyone, How the, you beat the Arizona Cardinals. You have to understand, with the Jets, they are ranked the worst offense overall in the National Football League. Okay, Terrible. With some injuries, Darnold being out, doesn't bode, doesn't bode any better for them. Great coach, though. So, you got <laughs> Adam Gase. Bill O'Brien, you might have a partner on that. Yeah, there you go, buddy. I'm starting on Monday, okay, being out. But I got the Cardinals. Uh, I look forward to see D-Hop kind of do his thing. Be a good highlight game for him, hopefully. So, um, that's Cardinals versus the Jets. Love it, dude. As we move forward. Now, just before we do that, Jets 0-16 this year? Anyone they could beat? Man, do they play the Giants? I don't think we play the That'd NFC be a hell of a game. I don't think we play the NFC East this year. I don't know. AFC East versus NFC. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy because remember last year we thought the Jets were going to go, you know, over for the rest of their games, you know, once Sam Darnold got mono and stuff, and then they beat the Cowboys, you know, yeah. last year. So some crazy shit going on. We'll see. All right, next game. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals at... The Baltimore Ravens. 
Yeah, I got the Baltimore Ravens in this matchup. The big thing for me is watching the Ravens' backfield. Is one person going to emerge? I know this has been the question, man. But you look at this. This is a just the epitome of a running back by committee. Mark Ingram, mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins, and Gus Edwards. There is a lot of mouths to feed for the Ravens. But I think the Ravens are going to be a little bit too much. People to watch on the Bengals. I'm a little bit nervous, obviously, about Joe Mixon. It was a big game last week, but he played the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think it's going to be tough to get the exact same production if you're expecting Mixon to have the fantasy game he had last week. I don't, I don't think you're going to see that. I think the Ravens are a much better sound defensive team, um, but I still like the Ravens in this one. And I like them good, like pretty big. I think Joe Burrow's going to struggle a little bit um, with the amount of talent they have in their defensive backfield. I think that the Ravens are going to be uh, tough to deal with. Yeah, I got the Ravens as well, but... I think the Browns are coming off that victory, so they might have some, a little bit of momentum Bangles. coming, a little bit, or excuse me, Bengals are coming off that victory, thank you, might have a little momentum going into this game. What we've heard this week is that Lamar Jackson didn't practice a day with a bruised knee or something going on his knee, nothing yep. serious. Madden right? curse, Madden curse. Nothing serious. I will say, though, that the Ravens' offense hasn't been as dominant, we've talked about it before, as years past. They're currently the 24th overall ranked offense in the league. Yeah. Which, when you think about, you know, Lamar Jackson's hype, you don't really expect that. You talked a bit about the running back by committee. I think they need some receiving help for sure. This can't all be on Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews' shoulders. For sure. Uh, they need some other weapons. But the Bengals, on the flip side, you know, um, they have Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins looking good, Joe Mixon coming off an extremely hot week last week. AJ Green. amazing. A.J. Green has just fallen off. A lot of calls if you're in fantasy to drop A.J. Green because his productivity, I think he caught one catch for like five yards or something last week. I think he had two and a half points or 2.4 points. Something just wild like that. So really not productive. Granted, Mixon was just tearing up the place, so maybe they didn't need to to feature him that much. Um, But the last thing I'll say, and I think we both got the Ravens here, is um, the Ravens' defense is pretty good. Very good. It's pretty good. So... Interesting to see how that affects Cincinnati. A lot of teams do try and throw against the Ravens despite that. I think they're the fifth best in terms of passing defense. So teams do are fifth most pass attempts against them. People do try and throw against them, but I don't know, man. It's a pretty stout team defensively. Agreed. Totally agree, man. All right, another another battle here. We got Philadelphia Eagles versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Eagles are atop the strong <laughs> NFC East Jeez. right now with a record of 1-2-1 one, and one, versus the Phil- Pittsburgh Steelers who are coming off a bye week forced when the Tennessee Titans were inactive last week, they sit at 3-0. and Who do you got in this Eagles versus Steelers matchup? Yeah, the Battle of Pennsylvania here. I got the Pittsburgh Steelers, and my players to watch in this game is the entire Pittsburgh Steelers offense, okay? You got to be aware <laughs> of this because we haven't seen them in a week already, and it's freaking week five coming up here. Um, I just think the Eagles are just decimated all over the place. I know they beat the San Francisco 49ers, but I am down on the San Francisco 49ers this year. Mm-hmm. I really am ladies and gents, um, but the Steelers' offense. I want to see Roethlisberger. I want to see if James Conner can continue to replicate his magic he's been having besides game one of this year. I'd like to see Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith, James Washington, Chase Claypool. I want to see um, Eric Ebron get a little bit more involved. So my big thing is to see how does this Steelers' offense do potentially a little rusty or are they feeling good because they haven't been having the positive COVID cases that Tennessee has and other teams They've been able to practice. Their facilities have been open. So in my opinion, they should be ready for this matchup with the Eagles. Oh, definitely. We talked about it the other day. Roethlisberger was pissed that they had the bye week last week. I think he's going to be motivated to get yeah. this team started. I think right. the entire team is. I got the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. Um, 
a couple things to, to are you just think copying about. my picks no no, no 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 dude these are these are fair picks it's gonna get tougher as we go along the schedule good Deontay Johnson coming back off the concussion protocol had yep. that by week forced by week last week probably helped him out I think that's good Roethlisberger aggressive about wanting to return uh, just as you mentioned a ton of offensive weapons right going against this Philadelphia defense which is middle of the road here I yep. think you know receiving wise even running game wise James Conner could be a big day for that Pittsburgh Steelers offense uh, when you look at, I mean, the main weapon that the Eagles defense has is Darius Slay. Yeah, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Fletcher Cox is a you know perennial Pro Bowler, um, but when you look at everybody else on that team, there's not too many names that you yeah. can think of off the top of your head. Big acquisition in Darius Slay, obviously yeah. in the offseason from the Lions. Um, but besides that, man, I, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, those are the guys I think about. Fletcher Cox is a good run stuffer, so it makes me a little bit nervous yeah. to see how James Conner does. But at the same time, you think about the linebacker positions. Can you name? I, I can't name anybody no, who plays linebacker for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. So it's now, a little bit tough. And I think I want to, we both take the Steelers. I think the one final point is that the Steelers have the number two defense in the league right now. Yep. So a crappy offense that the Philadelphia Eagles are running, they're, they're bottom five. I believe it's bottom five in the league for offense. Yeah, for sure. Something crazy like that. They're just not doing good. How do you expect to score points? Score points against. So my big the dominant thing, defense, if you're already struggling as an offense. My big thing, they they played the 49ers. 49ers defense isn't what it was last year, obviously, with the loss of Bosa, Solomon Thomas, Richard Sherman still out. I get it. Um, but at the same time, Carson Wentz had to take over that game. He had to run for a lot of first downs, convert some things on his own, and kind of put the team on his back. Makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. This guy's injury mm-hmm. prone. Injury this guy prone. is injury prone. I think if he continues to do that, I know he's trying to get wins for his team. That's huge, especially in a city like Philadelphia where they'll call for your head You know, the minute you're doing anything wrong. But I, I think Carson needs to be aware that he is an injury-prone guy. He needs to be careful with his body. Oh, definitely. It's a rough division, that NFC East. It's a rough team with the Eagles right now. Um, not the offensive firepower we used to have in them. Is Goddard still out? Dale? Still out. He's still on IR out. right now, brother. Dang, I man. think he's on the short-term IR. I think potentially could be out longer and get put on the, uh, the longer-term IR. So I'm a little Dang. bit nervous because I have him in one of our fantasy leagues. Um but, I mean, you got to think that's their number two offensive threat right there behind Zach Ertz, I would say. Yeah. You know, I know Miles Sanders getting back into the groove. He's clearly the primary running back. But at the same time. I mean, you're facing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, dude. I mean, look what they, the Pittsburgh. They, they, yeah. sh- they shut him down, man. They, Absolutely. They shut down the number one player, arguably, in the league besides Christian McCaffrey. Fortunately, he's injured right now. But at that first game of the season against the Giants, man, that was nuts. So that defense is stout. Yeah. Uh, but. We both got Steelers moving forward. Next game we're going to highlight is Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Recently fired their coach, Bill, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien. Yeah. So they are Romeo Cornell, you're right, stepped in as the interim coach there. Love it. Uh, who you got? So I got, the, uh, I got the Houston Texans. I think it's going to be a big day for uh, Deshaun Watson and David Johnson. Two players to watch, I think, fantasy-wise. Will Fuller's just becoming a little bit of a breakout star. It's pissing me off because he didn't do jack shit last year when I had him. Yeah. Um, but you got to look to get Brandon Cooks involved. You look at his performance last week. Yeah, I think he had zero catches. 0.0 points in fantasy. I think he had zero, 0. 0. 0 catches, three targets. And I look at the way this offensive constructed. You have smaller, faster players. Who does that remind you of? The Kansas City Chiefs. The problem is they're not getting put in the positions that the Kansas City Chiefs puts their players in position. I think, and I know we're kind of talking about picks. I got the Texans. But I think the Kansas, or excuse me, the Houston Texans need to look into potentially hiring in the offseason. The Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy. I think he is just a phenomenal thought to bring into your system. You have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson. You have great receivers around him and potentially could be able to get somebody else in free agency if you have Deshaun Watson. 
you have a, a weapon like David Johnson, I think they need the right coach offensively. If they can retain Romeo Cornell as a defensive coordinator, I think that's a big, uh, big-time big keeper. I just don't know who the head coach is going to want under his regime on the defense. But I think the, the uh, Texans should be looking at Eric Bieniemy as their potential head coach as we go forward. Yeah. Not this year, obviously. I understand that can't happen this year. I'm talking about as we go into the 2021 season. So I got the Houston Texans. I think it could be a close game. Uh, Houston Texans offensively currently are ranked bottom six in the NFL. Yep. Okay, Jacksonville's actually... Remember who they were playing. I, I agree. First four weeks. Tough schedule. I mean, they had the Chiefs. Steelers. They had the Ravens. They had the Steelers. The Vikings last week, though. It's not saying much. But... They almost beat the Vikings. They bottom six offense. Okay, Jacksonville's middle of the road. Now, Houston has led up on an, an average of like mid, like 150, 160 yards per game against the run. Agreed. So, they Jacksonville have. will run the ball. Uh, I do. Robinson. I do like Houston overall in this game. It's at Houston. There's something about that. They play well at home. They got that momentum coming off of Bill O'Brien leave, and I think the team rallies together. Uh, J.J. Watts' leadership as an example. Uh, Deshaun Watson is just such a talented quarterback. So I, I hope that offense starts to click. I hope they use David Johnson more Agreed. and activate him more. I think it could be a good chance for them to get on the right path against Jackson. Whether it's a good thing or not, I think you have to get you have to look to get David Johnson involved, man. I mean, you gave your best offensive player traded for David Johnson. Mm-hmm. You got to see if this was worth it. Get him the ball and put it in his hands. 100%. Passing game, running game. This guy's good out of the backfield too. So we need to get him the ball. If we're Houston Texans fans or we're Houston Texans, you know whatever, coordinators, look to scheme up things for David Johnson. You just have to. Yeah. Defense is about equal, though I think Houston's tougher initial schedule yeah. has dropped them down Dropped them down a bit. So this could be a good reset game for them. Now, as we move forward to our next game, challenging one to talk about in the sense of it is Buffalo yeah. Bills versus the Tennessee Titans, another 1 o'clock game. However, there, were, there was yet another COVID case today mm-hmm. at the Tennessee Titans organization, which makes the odds of this game happening even more unlikely. Yeah. Um, if it did happen, I got the Buffalo Bills 16-0, uh, so whatever. <laughs> but when you think about the Tennessee Titans, man, breaking COVID protocol, they already moved the Steelers game, changed buys with the Ravens, talked about it yesterday on the melee. Um just understand, it's looking like the Tennessee Titans could be um, awarded a forfeit. You know what yeah. I mean? And the Bills would end up going to five and zero. The Titans would go to three and one. And I think that's, I think that's honestly fair. I talked about it yesterday. I went on a long rant yesterday. How many times can you give a team a free pass for this type of a scenario? The league is trying to crack down. Here's a perfect way to crack down. I agree. Award a team a loss due to the fact that they are breaking COVID protocol, going practicing when they shouldn't be. The facility shut down. Facility shut down for a reason. Yeah. It's, in my opinion, it's only fair. And people will say like, oh, you're a Bills fan. You're a homer. You're this, you're that. Dude, how many times can you let these guys have a free pass if the league's trying to crack down on this COVID-19 shit? You got the Raiders. You got the Patriots. You got, obviously, the Titans just having it's a lot of positive three. tests. It's right those now. three. So it's tough to say. I think there's a couple games that could be in jeopardy this week. Um, but the biggest one, in my opinion, is Bills versus Tennessee. I have the Bills winning this game if it is played. Yes. Same thing, of course. I have the Buffalo Bills as well. I will unlikely, I will not choose against them this year. Yeah. Okay. Now, well, here, you did, well, I, just, well, uh, I will yeah, not uh, choose against them uh, this year. Uh, Though I did already, I'm not going to. It hurts my heart. Okay. Now, you mentioned it, dude. This is a penalty you get, man. This is what happens when 
and it, granted, it might not be their fault on purpose, but like they're not purposely trying to catch COVID nineteen. But this is no. what happens, man. You got to take ownership over your organization, and you got to lay down the law. And the NFL has to to levy this so that we can continue to have a football season. Agreed. Okay, because I'm thinking long term. I want a football season to exist. Now, I don't want them to force this game. Then Bills get sick, and then guess what? Things spread and all this stuff. Now, here's the thing, though. I wouldn't be as upset this week if the Bills had a bye week. Be ready for this. Right for the change. Next week on Thursday night, Thursday night huge game. Short week. Would it be short week? You know what huge I mean? Huge game so. against the Chiefs. It's in Buffalo, right? It's in Buffalo? I yes. believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that they could use that extra time to prepare. Agreed. Uh, for sure. That's huge. So not the worst week to have a bye week. Give some guys some rest too. Give some not, guys some not rest. Not the worst man. week to have some bye week, but hey man, uh, we'll see how this all plays out. I think more needs to come over the weekend. I wouldn't be surprised if it's something maybe Friday, Saturday. You know, tomorrow, Saturday, thinking about that. All right, let's move on, though. Next game on the docket, Las Vegas Raiders, Raiders versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I got the Kansas, Kansas City, City Chiefs. Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Kansas City Chiefs by 30, maybe. Potentially by 30? I don't know. The big thing I'm thinking about players to watch, the emergence of Meikle Hardman in this offense, man. Heck yeah. In my opinion, I, I think I mentioned it earlier in the season. I think he could have, you know, just a breakout year. He's Tyree Kill without the off-the-field issues, you know, right now. Um I like Miko Hardman a lot. Big fan of that speed, that offense, the way they get misdirection going. I think the Raiders' defense is not ready. Maybe potentially down the road, end of the season, Raiders could get a win on the Chiefs. But at the same time, man, I got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs this year. One thing I noticed with Sammy Watkins, dude, every time he catches the ball, he kind of takes like two steps and then like goes down. Like he's afraid of the contact or something like that. I don't know. You know, it's just, I noticed it specifically with the Chiefs and Ravens mm. when they were playing on Monday night. Um, I didn't watch that much of the Patriots-Chiefs game because I was working. But at the same time, it's just weird to see. Like, I don't know if he's just afraid of the contact or the injury potential after the contact. It's just weird to see him doing that. But my big player to watch, obviously, is Miko Hardman. I'd like to see them scheme some more things up like they would Tyree Kill. Because all the attention typically goes to Tyree Kill, leaves Travis Kelsey, leaves other players open. If you can get Miko and Tyreek on the field, with, you know, Sammy Watkins on one side on the slot and Travis Kelsey on the inside uh, of the other slot. I think that's a perfect type of scheme. Speed on the outside. You can use a lot of your motion and trick, trickery, uh, Andy Reid, to get the defense looking one way and go the other. I really like Miko Hardman. Glad you decided to keep him in uh, yeah, fantasy, too. Yeah, I'm in fantasy, too. Didn't trade him. So what are your thoughts, brother? I got the Chiefs as well. Uh, I just I almost feel bad for the Raiders' defense. Because I just think that Kansas City is just way too much for these rookies to handle, dude. Agreed. Yeah. They got a ton of young guys in that defense, and it's just too much. The only thing I worry about is that Kansas City tends to play to the competition. Uh, play to the competition. Yeah. We've talked about it a little bit. Yeah, we did. So Derek Carr said this week that he's tired of losing. I mean, I think they've lost the last two straight. They lost against the Bills last week. So well, it is what it is, man. Well, buddy. Like, cool, but sorry, he's my fantasy quarterback. Like He's my guy. He's going to have to throw, I appreciate the competitiveness. I, love, I think Henry Ruggs is actually doing better. I've heard that he's doing better. I heard he might he be back, playing. yeah. Good sign for that offense. Darren Waller Darren did not Waller. have Get him. Get he, him the fucking ball, He needs ball, the ball. Dude. He missed a couple catches last week. He did. That would have been significant turning points in he the game, did. perhaps. So, uh, be interesting to see how he fares. Josh Jacobs is, is a good running back. They need to keep him getting involved in the game. I know. I'm but surprised I, at I, how I mean, little they've been rushing him. Kansas City Chiefs defense is top five. Or excuse me. Kansas City Chiefs offense top five in the league. Arguably even could be better, you know? Yeah. Whereas the Raiders are just you know, toward the the middle of the pack here. I think they're like 20th overall in terms of their defense stature. So I think this is the Chiefs games for sure. This is the Chiefs game Agreed, for brother. sure. Agreed. All right. Next on the docket, 
Are you worried about like the Mahomes thing? Be interested to see, you know, how him if he's, and Gilmore if he tested were, positive. Yeah. No, I, I don't know, man. It's he's probably just, already been tested. I mean, they oh, have that picture. Oh yeah, I think they get tested every day, dude. Yeah. So next game, Rams versus the Washington Football Team at Washington Football. Ah, uh, the Rams versus the nameless team right now. I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams. Too good. Too good coached, I think. Too good coached? Too well coached? Too there good coached. Go. Too there good, goes, too good there you go. Um, but when we think about Washington, already benched Dwayne Haskins. Kyle Allen's going to be starting for them at quarterback. You know what happened, too, is they move Haskins to the number three. So it goes Kyle Allen, <laughs> Alex, Alex Smith. Smith, then Dwayne Haskins. Did they give reasoning for this? No. I, Dude, he did not play well, man. He was the bottom of every stat, bottom of every QBR, bottom of every, like, commission. I think it's tough. I mean, you got one great skill player around him in Terry McLaurin, and... I mean, I'd be, I'll be interested to see how how Kyle Allen does. Are we going to see Alex Smith? If Kyle Allen goes down, yeah. Alex are we, are we going to see up. Alex Smith? You sure about that? He's next in the docket, dude. I don't he know, man. next up. I got the Rams. My player to watch for the Los Angeles Rams in this game is going to be Daryl Henderson. Just the emergence of him as, in my opinion, the bell cow, the lead running back for the Los Angeles Rams. He's a stud, dude. I know they got the, the wide receivers. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, phenomenal. But at the same time, I think the guy to watch in this game is going to be Daryl Henderson. Mm. Tyler Higby would love to see him get involved from my other league, but um, I, I don't have Daryl Henderson in any league. I think he's going to do freaking awesome. Yeah. You know, we talked about Kyle, and Al Kyle Allen a little bit. and Are you going with Washington? No, I'm not going oh. with Washington. I'm going with the Rams. But let's talk about Washington first, okay? Not a bad defense. I think they're ranked number seven defense, like surprisingly. Surpri they're D-line, dude. They're D-line's yeah, money. And... I think on the Washington side, you've seen Kyle Allen when he was with the Panthers last year and before dump it off a lot to Christian McCaffrey when he was there. So I think people are expecting <laughs> oh, my boy Antonio Gibson to have a good day. Hey, you're excited. I am excited. I hope you can have a good day. Now, granted, you got the best defensive lineman in the league, Aaron Donald, like coming at you. To speed. murder you. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but you look at the Rams, and they have similarly like the number seven top offense overall in the league. So it's a good battle there. They're a good team, dude. Uh, their defense is, 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 doing, is doing pretty well. I just, I like the Rams' weapons. I like how they're well coached. I think the one thing that you got to think about too is what's those LA teams and their running back by committee is like, Daryl Henderson's great. You also have Malcolm Brown. And yep. Cam Akers, I believe, is, is helping I hear well he's this, supposed to come week. back this week, yeah. So what I'm understanding is that Sean McVay's playing the hot hand. Mm -hmm. If that happens to be Daryl Henderson, who looks great. He's been the hot hand all season. Who looks great. Malcolm Brown had a great week one. But in my opinion, since then, Daryl Henderson's been the man. He's yeah. explosive. Explosive. He's a big play kind of running back. And Jared Goff is just quietly like consistent. Yeah. In my Yahoo League, who's my college buddies, I might I might pick him up. I got Kyler Murray there, but I don't know. He's just quietly consistent. Yeah, I consistent. might pick him up too. So oh, I shouldn't have said anything. Damn it. Zach's in that league too. All right. So look for my boy Antonio Gibson. Have a good day. Unfortunately, the Washington football team will lose to the Los Angeles Rams. Now we move forward to our last 1 o'clock game on Sunday. Yeah. Carolina Panthers at... Atlanta Falcons. Coming up into some tough picks, in my opinion. These next next few picks, I think, are going to be pretty tough. I got the Atlanta Falcons in this game. Um, not big. I'm nervous. Their defense fucking blows. I think Dan Quinn is going to lose his job at the end of the year. My players to watch. Todd Gurley. And when you think about the offense, Jake, where do your... Th Atlanta Falcons. Who are the two main guys you think about, obviously, at the wide receiver position? Julio Jones, Kevin Ridley. Exactly. So who do you think is going to break out? Russell Gage. I think <laughs> Russell Gage is going to have a big game against the Carolina Panthers because there's going to be so much um, defensive help over top on Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. I believe it leads um, either Russell Gage or Hayden Hurst to have a big day in fantasy, in my opinion. Russell Gage had a big week one and week two. I think he can have the same exact thought in week five. 
when he goes against the Carolina Panthers. The reason I say Todd Gurley as well, I know he hasn't had the best, you know, past two weeks, but at the same time, Todd Gurley is going against the Carolina Panthers defense, the same defense that gave up all the yards to Josh Jacobs in week one. Have they been securing the defense a little bit more? Yes, they have. But I think they Todd have. Gurley could be a little bit better than we expect him to be against the Panthers. I think the Falcons get their first one of the season. Wow. Well said, dude. Um, good analysis. So just to recap, my perspective is Atlanta has the second worst defense as a fact overall in the league. Second worst defense overall. Only to the Seattle Seahawks. Now, they have offensive firepower. All of it. Carolina is becoming... Better, well-rounded. They're becoming more well-rounded. Better, well-rounded? More well-rounded. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Last week, Bridgewater emerged. Uh, Robbie Anderson emerged. Big time. Okay, Mike Davis DJ playing Moore. well. Mike Davis is I, awesome. They're looking pretty good. And I think that this is where we're going to differ. This is our first differ of the, wow, of the okay, day. Wow, okay, okay, okay. Probably, to my regret, I am choosing the Carolina Panthers. Wow. Now, Atlanta clearly has the firepower. Yeah. However, uh, I like the Carolina Panthers. Their defense is playing better. They're now ranked, I believe, 11th defensively in the league. Derek Brown. Uh, so I, I like I like what I see from Carolina. I think they're bringing mm. a well-rounded team. You know, I talk about Teddy Teddy B from the offseason, dude. I've been talking about Teddy B. It's your boy, so, man. I hope that they continue this. I think they're on a good track. Atlanta could get their, if this is a week, to they could get their first win, but I like Carolina. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, moving forward. We're talking about 4 o'clock games next. Now, for me, this, this first one we're going to talk about was maybe the most challenging one for me to pick. That's Miami Dolphins. Yeah. At San Francisco 49ers. Agreed. I got the Dolphins beating the 49ers. I have the Dolphins beating the 49ers. I don't know how, what, what it looks like. I don't know if I'm going to regret this pick. This is the toughest one, in my opinion. I, I told you we're getting into a tough slate. And I think this could be the toughest one that we pick. I, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins because I look at the Philadelphia Eagles beating the 49ers. And I'm like, okay, the Dolphins can definitely do that. The Dolphins have more skill positions than the Eagles do. Ryan Fitzpatrick can will a team to win, just like Carson Wentz did. 49ers are still a little bit banged up, obviously, on the offensive yeah, side. Are. I don't know if Jimmy Grappolo is going to even play he this practiced, week. I hear he's he practiced, practiced yeah. Wednesday. But at the same time, um, if Mullins is at quarterback, throw to George Kittle every play. I know you have Debo Samuel coming back. Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan will be scheming up some things for that. Um, but in my opinion, I think the Miami Dolphins could win this game, dude. Send the 49ers to 2-3. and three. That's interesting, dude. What are I your just, thoughts, brother? So here's my thoughts, okay? I'm going with the 49ers. This is our second break of the day. Cool. I'm going with the 49ers. I like Miami a lot. I just, I don't know, after losing the Eagles, I, I think that San Francisco 49ers come out. George Kittle had a really great game. Um, so despite everything we talk about, the injuries with the 49ers, defensively, they're, they're third overall, I believe. Yeah. Okay? Despite the injuries. Offensively, well they're like top 15. Okay, Miami is lower end, like bottoms 10 for each of those categories. So I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not confident in that pick. I think it'd be a close game. If someone like Fitzpatrick puts the team on his back and carries him, could be a different story. Um, Miami certainly has the weapons to compete. Compete. They can to compete, win. dude. I'm telling you. I just, I, I like the San Francisco 49ers this weekend. My player to watch, obviously, um, I want to give that Mike Isaki for the Miami Dolphins. I think at the tight end position, I'd love to see him get involved like uh the 49ers are going to get Kittle involved he's had a quiet past two weeks the last big yes. game he had was against the Buffalo Bills um in week two so I, I'd like to see him get a little bit more involved on the Dolphins playbook um 
and that's on Chan Gailey, in my opinion. I think he gets a little too in love with throwing to the wide receivers. He's got a good skill position guy in Mike Isicki at the tight end position. So let's get him the ball, Chan. Hey, well said, dude. All right, next game. I don't know if this one's in jeopardy, but it's Denver versus New England at New England. So, yeah. I mean, Stephon Gilmore's not playing. I don't think yeah. Cam's playing. My opinion, I think Jared Stidham should be the starting quarterback for the Patriots. I don't know if they've already announced if Hoyer or Stidham's going to be starting. I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm still going to go with the Patriots. I'm still going to go with the Patriots, man. My, my players to watch are going to be every single one of the Patriots running backs against that Denver Broncos defense and Nikhil Harry. I think Nikhil Harry is the main offensive threat weapon um, for the passing game because Julian Edelman against the Kansas City Chiefs, how many drops did that guy have? How many drops did that guy have? If you think about it, drops should be negative points in fantasy. I'm starting to think like that's how we should yeah, start having real, that dude. score, honestly. Um, but with Edelman in that position, in my opinion, I just think Nikhil Harry's just a, brings a little bit more of a threat, younger player, um, hungry, just a big body as well for Stidham to throw to. I think Nikhil Harry and all the Patriots running backs going to have a field day. And I just think the defense is too good. Even with Stephon Gilmore out, I think the defense is just a little bit too well coached. Bill Belichick can take away your best asset. Yeah. The best asset the Denver Broncos have right now, Melvin Gordon. 100%. Makes me nervous. But at the same time, we'll see. Yeah, I think it's confusing for, for Denver because I don't know who's their starting quarterback. I, don't I, really, I really don't know. Uh I don't know. Drew Locke, I think, is starting to practice again or like maybe looking at practicing again. They had Driscoll, I think, was in there, and then the other guy was started. And I don't know, man. I just New England is a different story. So you look at offensively, New England's ranked eighth best. The Denvers were ranked twenty eighth. Okay. So New England obviously has the advantage despite having, you know, Cam Newton out for this. They got a ton of running backs to use, to utilize. So I got New England in this game. I think that it's going to be uh, a blowout a bit. I wouldn't say like a huge mm, blowout. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be a pretty dominating win, though. Yeah, I mean, if you look what the Patriots did to the Kansas City Chiefs, once again, playing down to level, we talk about the Chiefs. Um, I think we can see that, that the uh, the Patriots are just really, really good on defense, man. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I got to say about Gilmore's, that. And it's a good, it's a, it's a good game to look at. Gilmore's out. He's like the main defensive play caller, like the guy on the field doing his thing. So it's challenging for them, but they are a very well-coached team, as we talk about every year. Yeah. All right, next game. Uh, a good one. Another good one. Indianapolis Colts versus the Cleveland Browns at Cleveland. No, you're hot on the Colts. I'm going with the Browns, man. I don't know mm. if it's just an aberration after last week. Um, but I, I, I talked about it. Cream Hunt, man. I talked about Cream Hunt. Now that Nick Chubb's out for a little bit and, you know, teasing peas to him, wishing him well and recovery. I want Kareem Hunt to get the ball a lot for the Cleveland Browns. He now becomes, in my opinion, a top five fantasy football player. All right. Oh, As yeah. you look at that, he's a top five fantasy running back. Um, OBJ, huge game last week. They're going to scheme up ways to get this guy the ball to keep him happy, but because he's the best player on the field, man. He's the yeah. best player on the field when he steps onto it. And what I would love personally just to see Jarvis Landry get a little bit involved, um, a little bit more. You look at the Browns tight ends. Austin Hooper signed one of the richest tight end contracts. Silence. Silence Silence from Austin Hooper lately, man. It's tough to see that. Um, I just don't know about the Colts. I don't know about the Colts. I'd love to see Jonathan Taylor start getting, you know, force-fed the ball a little bit more. Everybody's talking about Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, been a little bit average. Been a little bit average for me um, in some leagues and fantasy. So Mm. I don't know what your opinions are on that. I just don't know if the Colts have the ability to, to score with the Browns. I know their defense is really good, and they've looked really good. You know, Xavier Rhodes last week. Had two interceptions in one game. 
Mm-hmm. Incredible. Last year, I believe he only had like one pick the entire year. He had two interceptions last week or, or two weeks ago, maybe against the Jets. I forget what it was. That was a great grab from the Vikings. Right? Yeah, man. Great grab. Able to sign him up off free agency. So, in my opinion, I got the Browns. Like I said, these these past few picks have been a little bit shaky for me, though. Yeah. Uh, tough past few picks. So, I think Cleveland will have a regret, regression this week. I think it was an anomaly, an anomaly last week because they played the Cowboys, who are the third worst defense in the league. Yeah. But Cleveland will run the ball, dude. They run the ball 51% of the time. Yep. They will run the ball. And Kareem Hunt, top, if we were to redraft today, top top five running back. For sure. People say. Uh, a little bit interesting, the fact that Chubb is out, right? Okay, so Clean definitely up. a little bit change of play there. Just the Colts for me, I'm going with the Colts this week. I've been high on them throughout the season, except when they dropped that game to the Jaguars. <laughs> But I'm going with the Colts. Both of these teams are 3-1. and one. Just the Colts have the number one defense in the league. I don't know if you can believe that, but they have the number one defense in the league. And I so think weird. that they continue to march on. Phillip Rivers is just consistent. Who's The tight end that they seek out is that Allie Mo, Cox. Allie Cox. Mo Allie, Allie Cox. Cox is just killing it, man. Yeah, man. Everybody thought it was going to be Jack Doyle in that lead position, but it's Mo Allie Cox. Sonian. So he's doing it. Um, T.Y. Hilton, not too impressive no. beyond that. So this Mo Allie Cox That's tough guys, to see because everybody always yeah. talks about T.Y. Hilton this uh in this offense, but it's it's going to be Michael Pittman Jr.'s offense soon. Pretty soon. And um, so, yeah, I, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a good game to watch. And uh, we got the, I got the Colts. Zach's got the Cleveland Browns. You the I got Browns, the Cleveland right? Browns, brother. So I'm going to mark that down. I'm marking that down officially, dude. Good, 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 good. Now, next game on the agenda. This is our last 4 o'clock game. The All-Star New York Giants Phew. at the All-Star Dallas Cowboys. Man, it sucks being a Giants um, fan, doesn't it? Imagine being a Giants fan. That fucking sucks. Dude. Giants 0-4, Dallas 1-3. This game is at Dallas. I think if the Dallas Cowboys lose this, Jerry Jones is going to have like a stroke. Oh, yeah, literally, might sell the team. No, not nah, no chance. Richest team in the world. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. I got them winning this game, man. In my opinion, they need to get Zeke involved, man. They got to get Zeke involved early, just so they can control time of possession. Yeah. The Giants aren't going to be the offensive threat that the Browns were last week. They just, they just aren't. Saquon's not there. They have good skill positions: Golden Tate, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard. If as, as long as those guys stay healthy. They have a chance, but Daniel Jones just hasn't looked like the quarterback a lot of people thought he was going to be this year. Um, and that's kind of tough to see for the Giants because I'm one of those guys who thought Daniel Jones was going to have a breakout year. Yeah. I like the Giants. I like their offense. Their defense is just brutal, man. Dude, 100%. Brutal. Like, slow defense. Like, you see him moving sideline to sideline. I said this last week on picks, I think. But, man, the Giants just are slow on defense, dude. They are just slow and they can't... I, I like the Cowboys. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I think it's a Cowboys game. I think it has to be a Zeke Elliott game, in my opinion. Are they going to throw? Absolutely. I mean, you got fucking three of the best receivers right now. Like, the one of the best wide receiver trios in the NFL. And CeeDee Lamb just broke out last week against the Browns, even though they lost. That's huge. It's huge. Yeah. So, it's, it's interesting to see. So, I got the Cowboys as well. Let me just give you some stats here. Cowboys have the number one offense statistically yep. in the league, right? Because they have to. Because they the have to. The Giants have sucks. the second worst only behind the Jets. So there's something going <laughs> on with that. The there's Jets. something going on at the uh, at the MetLife Stadium with that water over there. Mm. Uh, the Giants have scored three touchdowns in the last four games, which is <sighs> like a league worst. So do you bet the over in this game, or do you bet the under, dude? I don't even know what the what the what it is. I don't know. The, the Cowboys defense is so bad. And on the flip side, you're right. The Cowboys we talked about already have a bottom five defense. Yeah. Now there's talk about, oh, we're getting defensive end back. Oh, Eldon Smith. Is, uh, we're, they're doing better this week. Eldon Smith and week. Demarcus Lawrence have been playing great. They've been we're, playing we're just much fine. We're more focused this week, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, 
Giants, if you can believe it, and I had to double check this. Giants, if you can believe it, I just I was looking at the defensive stats. They're a top five defense. So weird. I can't believe that. Like I, they had I had a good to week like last week in fantasy. This. I, I like, know they had a good week last week in fantasy, man. It's just tough because they're so slow out there. They lose every game. I can't believe that. So as you look at this game, I think this is a make or break week for Daniel Jones. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm. I'm sure they're gonna. Year I don't two. Know I don't think they're gonna give up on him yet. But but I in agree. your fantasy lineup, oh, I yeah. mean, this is like the last straw here. Oh yeah. So I think you look obviously for Dak Prescott to throw for like a ton of yards as he has been consistently doing. You've talked about uh, Zeke Elliott. I have Michael Gallup on, Gallup on my team. I don't get know who's gonna the get ball, that ball, dude. I don't know who's gonna get the ball. Gallup's their deep threat. May as well just, dude. I don't know why they don't target him more. C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, a lot of mouths to feed. Blake Jarwin. So no, he's out. He's out. Um. I don't even know who Schultz. Schultz. But uh, I think this is a Dallas' game. Yeah. This is an NFC East matchup, man. Terrible. I think the winner of this game will maybe be atop the NFC East at the moment. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, next game, let's move on to Sunday night. Minnesota Vikings at Seattle Seahawks. I got the Minnesota Vikings. Really? It makes me nervous to say it, too. Because mm. I know they're one, in, they're one in three, right? Yeah. I just think... I don't know what why it's tell, why I'm telling myself to pick the Vikings. I just feel like the Vikings are going to win. This is when you lose it, dude. I feel like when you do this. I know. I, I feel just, like you lose the pick. I think mainly because I have Kirk Cousins. And I'm a little bit nervous. Should I start Kirk Cousins? Should I start Teddy Bridgewater this week? The defenses they're playing are fucking horrible. But, man, I'm a little bit nervous about this. I just think Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson are going to have huge weeks. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a big week. I think Devin Cook's going to have a big week. Mm. Can they score with the Seahawks is the question. And I think they can. Dude. What do you got? I got the Seahawks. Okay. And despite them defensively being the worst team in the NFL, offensively they are just... So good. So good. They have so much horsepower. MVP leader probably right now. You look at DK Metcalf, you look at Chris Carson, you look at at, uh, Tyler Lockett. It's just amazing. Uh, Vikings, I think they're muddled up. I I really don't know what's going on with them. They beat the Texans last week. They started off 0-3. We'll see what's going on with that team. I like how Justin Jefferson has kind of had two good oh weeks. Oh, my God, yeah. Tell me about uh, to it. To compliment Adam Thielen, they need to feed Dalvin Cook that ball, man. They have good weapons. Like now that you have Justin Kirk Jefferson Cousins getting his feet under make, him. Kirk make good decisions. Like, you have weapons to use. Yep. You got to use. Dalvin Cook can have great games, man, especially against the Seattle defense. Agreed. Hey, I I'm just not, think I'm not that, disagreeing with anything you're saying. I, just, I think this this game, you, I think you might want to take the over on this game because I think it could be high scoring. Agreed. Uh but I got the Seahawks, and I think what could be a, a close matchup. So it, it a like good it. Sunday night game. I like this better than that's last gonna week. be. A, that's gonna be a phenomenal matchup. I like this better than game. last week's uh, Eagles 49ers oh, matchup for sure. Yeah. And then last game we're covering is a Monday night game: the Chargers versus the Saints at the Saints. Yeah, I think this is a potential trap game, but I'm still gonna go with the Saints. I got the New Orleans Saints taking this. The guy to watch is Drew Brees. The guy to watch is Drew Brees. Man, 50 years old, still in the NFL. It's crazy to me that he lasted this long into his life. 50 years old. Don't check his birth certificate. He's 50. And he's going against a defense like the Los Angeles Chargers, which is still playing well, man, against all odds. You know, Tyrod Taylor getting his lungs punctured by the team doctor, literally trying to ruin the team season. But at the same time, Justin Herbert stepped in. And how can you deny that this guy could be your starter for the remainder of the season, even when Tyrod comes back healthy? Yeah. I still like the Saints. I think Michael Thomas will be playing this week. I know he's been practicing. I know he's still questionable. I don't know. I know they don't want to rush him back, but he's been begging to play even last week um, against the Lions. I like the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, this is another tough game for me to call. 
Because I like the Chargers. I actually really like the Chargers. Offensively, they are the sixth best team overall. Okay, so They six, look good. Sixth offense. Austin Eckler's out. There right, you go. So that's a little bit of a tough hit for them, right? Justin Jackson steps in. You know who? Josh who, Kelly. It's, it's a big game for Justin Herbert being his first Monday night game. You know, Keenan Allen, he loves him, dude. Keenan Allen will get like a bunch of targets every game. They might not go for a ton of yards, but he's going to be targeted. Absolutely. Defense, middle of the road for the Chargers. I like the Saints. They they somehow beat up, beat out the Lions, who I thought might have an upset last week. I'm going with the Saints. I want to go with the Chargers. I really do want to go with the Chargers, but I'm going with the Saints this week. I like it. Alvin Kamara's been red hot. Yeah, Michael Thomas could come back. Defense plays well. Chargers plays defense decently. is still good, though, man. That's what makes me nervous about, about Alvin Kamara is, is they can play, play fucking defense, man. Their offense isn't always the best, but they can play some freaking defense, dude. Dude, F this. I'm going with the... Mm, never mind. Never mind. I'm staying with the Northern Saints, dude. I can't, I can't, I can't. Northern Saints. I got it. So just the last thing to end it with, y'all. Looking forward. We got Thursday coming up next week. Big game. Bills, Chiefs. Uh, Zach got the NFL package this weekend, so was enjoying some red zone. Red zone, zone baby. How was that, dude? Was that like it's awesome? It's cool. Yeah, we just moved in. Um, we got the NFL network. We got the NFL red zone package. It's awesome. It's just constant action. Yeah. Like if you are a, like a football fan and you're like, man, like sitting through the games. I, I love sitting through my team's games, the Bills. Um, but if you're like, your team's not playing until 4 o'clock or your team played at 1, you're like, man, I don't know if I feel like watching this. It is just constant action. Anytime a team gets into red zone position or a turnover occurs or this or that, they update you. Yeah, they take cool. you right to that game and they put you in literally right to it. You could have three games on at once and these teams are all in scoring position. You're like, holy shit, I have all three of these guys on my fantasy roster. And then they throw to the opposite guy, and you're like, what the fuck? But it's awesome at the same time, dude. I, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Is it overload, or is it It's just enough? A lot of stimulus. Like, in the beginning, I was like, holy shit, and I almost started getting a headache, but it was awesome. That's cool. It was like one of those headaches where I'm like, I fucking love it. Ah, yeah. You know? No? Just me? Okay, cool. No? Hey. It happens, dude. Listen, this is our week five pick y'all. We'll see how the records fare after Lead this Lead change, week. baby. Lead change, and I think... This could potentially be one of my worst weeks, or it could be one of my best weeks, baby. Mm. Packers, Detroit on a bye this week. That's why you didn't hear about them, ladies and gentlemen. I'm interested to see how that that goes for them. Buffalo, Uh, Tennessee might be another game out this week. We'll see how that plays out. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. If you're not subscribed, subscribe and follow us on Instagram at No Days Off Podcast, everybody. We'll see you soon. Year, seven days a week niggas never tired on the kevin gates and if they rest in peace they bunny hop in heaven's gates it's too many young angels on the south side gotta scared to let our grandmamas outside you gonna make me take the campus way downtown bills five and oh regardless bills, bills five and oh let's go bills 16 and let's bro. go see ya